And welcome back, fans, to High School Sunday. This is your host, David Wright, along with Kevin Cole and Buzz Frank. Week five on its way. We just finished that week four. It was a strange week for us. We were off. I think the Fairdale Bulldogs were on vacation, too. Yeah, they, they were hosting, uh, what was it, um, Holy Cross and D-Sales at the stadium. Let's let's go back in time because it was a holiday weekend and we we had a lot of off the field issues affecting the broadcast this year. So we'll go back and talk about some week three games just briefly. Uh, Central upset Cal, which would have been an upset at the time, twenty eight twenty one. Great matchup. Good to see those two programs uh, squaring off against each other. Well, I'll tell you what. When you think about scheduling Central, I think Manuel's got it right. They play on the first game of the season every year. Coach Scroggins just does a great job of preparing them from week to week, and they get better every week. Oh, they absolutely do. Uh, we had PRP. They rolled uh, Doss 40-14. to 14. No surprise there. No. Mail uh, had its way with Fairdale 64-6. to 6. There has been some questions over there on Preston Highway about the intensity of the defense. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Oh, and, uh, and a little bit of underachievement going on on the defensive side of the ball. Also, um, Fairdale's uh, headsets didn't work either. Oh, uh, that explains a lot. Uh, plane interference <laughs> is what uh, is that what you were told? I heard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could be because of the planes interfere. Yeah. So what does Mail High School have special uh, setup for headphones? I yeah. think they use the same co- uh, company as the uh, New England Patriots. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Manuel. We we were witness to this one. Uh, they played uh, Seneca. They over there fifty-seven to uh, zero. Let me just say a special thanks to the AD over at Seneca, Scott Ricks. A uh, really pleasant host, and uh, the new coach over there, Ted Leeser, uh, it obviously in a rebuilding mode over there. A very young team, but more, I'm sure better days are ahead. Even more than rebuilding, their numbers were way, way down, way down especially yep. for a 6A school, and it, it's hard to compete, and, and it, the score reflected that. Um, Fern Creek blasted uh, more 48-12. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. i tell you what, Josh Abel. Doing a great job out there at Fern Creek, and uh, early on, he's on my short list for Coach of the Year. I think I think they've got a very good opportunity in Class Five A. This is one of oh, those times I'd that say change, they do. Yeah, changing classes has worked in the favor of the Fern Creek. I'd say in Tigers. P. White for Statistician of the Year. Well, that, oh, uh, that would yeah. go every year. The veteran himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah, he's he's been the anchor for a long time for Old Goat Radio, and, and still when we go out there to visit the Tigers. Yeah. We, st- we get those stats ASAP. He I'm hasn't gonna... forgotten us. Then uh, uh, Trinity, they hosted the Generals out of Lafayette. The uh, Lexington High School in 6A was thought to have a pretty good team, but they ran into a reality. Trinity blasted them 70-14. to 14. The more things change, yeah, the, it's the same story. Lexington, evidently, I don't think they have the commitment in, uh, to high school football. At least not in 6A. I, you, you just don't see it. You would think with the size of the city and the limited number of high schools, schools up there. Uh, but maybe everybody from Lexington goes up the road to Georgetown and plays at Scott County. Great oh, point. Was that out loud? <laughs> Roger, Roger, <laughs> Toyota's hiring. <laughs> Roger Burns, uh, well, I was informed, did not even play middle school football. He played youth league or AAU football. So – is there such an animal? Yeah, yeah. I'll be darned. He didn't play uh, middle school. Just AAU football. You know, like a youth league football. Youth league. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I think it was for the – might have been the Raiders or somebody like that. Somebody um, – and, you know, Trinity seemed to find him. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they've had that sponsorship program. It's uh, 
Saluted them well. Trinity, excuse me. The other green team, uh, we've seen Bowling Green buzz in the scrimmage. Mm-hmm. It looked like a typical Bowling Green team. They, I think they had a four-game winning streak going against the Tigers. And uh, question marks everywhere with St. X. But uh, Mr. Roshkowski, you know, I was a fan of him last yep. year. I, I, yep. I pointed him out as a, a rising star as a sophomore. He, I think he got four touchdowns against the the, uh, the Purples and St. X. Uh, I was surprised, 45-19. to 19. I, I wasn't so surprised that St. X won the game as I was by the score. And I think that's one of those that it got out of hand early and, and Bowling Green just couldn't recover. But St. X – uh, at least through the first three weeks of the season, has played and ranked played, number one, they, right? Yeah, they went they went Lincoln into the fourth writing. week rate, ranked number one at least by Doctor Lit. Still can't get over those new uh, logos on their helmets. It just seems wrong. But that's how the week three ended up. Let's uh let's hit the fast forward button there, and we'll catch up with just uh, the games from a couple of days ago. Uh, Atherton. It, it, I'm going to challenge our listeners out there, all six of you, <laughs> and I exaggerate, <laughs> to go ahead and give them time to look on their computers. When was the last time Atherton put up 62 points on a football scoreboard in one night? It was Atherton 62, Fort Knox 0. And uh, Fort Knox, for what it's worth, back in the 80s, I think they won a single-A title. Uh, you are correct, They used sir. to be good. And they had uh, Mr. Football, I think, or – uh, I think Derek Homer played down Derek there. Derek Homer yeah. played for them. and uh, So they've had some success, but not much recently. And that's well, kind of a shame they did not get – I have read – I don't know how true it is. I read that a couple of years ago that the uh, Fort Knox High School is not getting the support from the post as they they thought they should have been. Well, they about closed Fort Knox down, didn't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, they've had – It's they've gone through different things as far as what they are, are focused on out there. And, and part of that is – I think a lot of the military people who come in maybe aren't living on base, so yep. now now you've got kids going even to Meade County or uh, John Harden. John Harden or North Harden or Central Harden. So they've got a lot of choices out there for I, I fairly small area. John, I think it was John Harden's logo on their helmet. It's a it's a J, but it looks like it's got something else in the back of it on the uh, right side of the J. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Is that the old English J? It, yeah. Yeah. Looking good, looking good. That's a nice stadium. We mm, Buzz yes, and I have visited there uh, at least once, I think maybe twice. Yeah, and, uh, we were out there. Nice place to watch a game. Imagine this, listeners, if you will. You're sitting in the bleachers. Instead of walking down to ground level and then, you know, you're fighting for position at the concession stand, how about just turning turning up the steps and walking up two or three <laughs> steps and there you are at concessions yeah. right yeah. there. And you can watch the game while you're ordering your food, which Pretty is sweet. a big plus. Yeah. Are they red and black? Yeah, but I, for, I think they prefer the black as yeah. a dominant color in their okay. uniforms. But uh, congratulations to the Rebel. You know me, I'm a, uni, a uniform uh, aficionado there, and I kind of like the Rebels' new look there with the gold hats. They look pretty pretty spiffy. Yeah, they've worn the gold helmets in the past, and it's nice to see them get back to that. And I and, thought they looked good. And that fancy A is back on the helmet. Uh, yeah. For people who know what the Alabama A looks like, it's uh, the floating A inside the maroon mm-hmm. helmet uh, football that looks good. Speaking of which, 
you remember when uh, Atherton used to wear the old McGregor and then the Kelly clear shell helmets? I, lo- I remember the numbers that they had were the big swooping numbers. Yeah, they were pretty cool. Pretty yeah. I actually did land me a McGregor clear shell football helmet from eBay this week. Oh, wow. After years of searching, I got one. But, boy, was I disappointed when I opened up the box. <laughs> <laughs> it, it may be beyond repair. Oh, no. It had hope as a red shell. I thought, well, a little bit of love and care, I could get this thing, you know. Sp- yeah. Uh, buffed up and maybe put uh, some uh, horn decals on the inside, and it, nah, I don't know. It might be going back on the auction block. Oh hmm. boy, that that must be must be a problem. Well, here's two teams that we're going to see very shortly, Buzz and Kevin. I'm sure you will too. If you're, I know you're a frequent uh, flyer with the old Goat Network. You'll tune in for the games later. Freelance, night. freelance, <laughs> freelance. Ballard traveled over to Shavley and took out the Warriors, 29 to 14. Ah. Uh, Ballard, you know, has got to be – their egos have got to be bruised. They took it very hard from Mayo, 45-7. to seven. Then the sales <laughs> beat yeah. them. So, a little bit of soul searching there. But, you know, before the season started, there was a lot of talk about how this might be Ballard's breakthrough year. Well, and to, to me, they're an enigma just because of that. I was expecting big things from them. I, in reality, I didn't expect them to challenge Trinity, but I thought they would have been tougher, but – you know, it, it's funny how it goes. Mail seems to have owned them the last few years, but they've always played manual tough. So we'll see what happens. You're exactly right. Ballard is historically, no yep. matter what season it is, Manuel's had some great years. But just like last season, yep. it, they, that was their trap game. Kind of like, I hate to keep dwelling on Atherton, but it's, it's, it's all former manual players. Atherton, we, there was none of this 70 to nothing running clock mm-hmm. things. It was the game where – you were thinking, what are what's going on? These guys are not that good, but they're giving us yeah. everything we want. And Ballard these days is the same way. They right. just know how to push us to the wall. But a good win for the Bruins, twenty nine to fourteen. Not sure what's going on over there with the Warriors, to be honest with everybody. New coach, new. but they still look good. The, the helmets are really cool. Candy apple green, I believe. Yeah, yeah, uh, they do look good. Yeah, and uh, it's, oh, well, back when um, that other coach had them. Lavelle Boyd. Yeah, he had him up and coming, buddy. I'm oh you. yeah, oh, they yeah. were they were somebody to be reckoned with. That's yeah, the old Western Warriors. Hindsight being 2020, do you think that uh, Coach Boyd would have maybe thought better if he'd have stayed at Western instead of switching to Seneca? It may have worked out better for him long term. Because I don't know why you would leave Western. You, especially if you're a football coach, you've got a good program going. But he was losing some key players, yeah. though. The challenge of moving up to 6A in, in Seneca's well, uh, history. I mean, but big deal, 6A. <laughs> you're not you're not going to do anything unless you're Mel Manuel, uh, St. X, and Trinity. I mean, every once in a while you're going to throw a PRP in there, but you see what happened when they got to the final game yeah. against one of the green yeah. teams. Yeah. You know, and speaking of Western, I'm going to dwell on this one more time. Back in the day, they had some really sharp McGregor football helmets in the 70s. Going to put out a, a call here to all our listeners. Do you own or do you have any fond memories of the old McGregor clear shell football helmets? Drop us a note at oldgoatradio at twc.com. Let's hear from you. Yeah, and there's a special bounty for uh, any of the green team's McGregor helmets. I know they both – I know Trinity wore them at some time. Some Look, point. we never got a St. X toboggan. How are we going to get uh, a helmet? Yeah, many, <laughs> yeah, we are really – yeah. We <laughs> – <laughs> we didn't even get a free parking sticker over the. <laughs> Although I noticed our producer's got a Saint X toboggan tilted on his head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somewhere the buck's stopping there. Yeah, and, uh, it, it's awfully funny too that, gr- that green jacket with the white tee on it. I'm not sure where he's getting this stuff. <laughs> uh, we just got handed a note from our producer that uh, 
Manual's actually producing their own toboggans this season. They'll be introduced the first week in October. Oh. We have regular manual football toboggans, and then for the um, premium members of Old Goat Radio, we'll have the Old Goat toboggan. Oh. The OG. Beanie or toboggan? Uh, that'd be a toboggan. They'll have the OG embroidered on it in gold. Oh. That's what most people say when they see us. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man. I didn't – before we went on air, Buzz, you, you remarked that you listened to two games via radio, and I was back in the uh, – I was back in my little man cave, and, you know, I had the computer going, AM radio, you know, dialing all yeah. kinds of frequencies. I was trying to keep up with it, as many games as possible. Because it would be unfair for you all to go to a game and show a little favoritism to another team when you're invited to all of them like yeah. you are on yeah. your off weeks. Yeah, yeah right. we just can't – we can't be everywhere at once, but this way virtually we kind of were. But the last time the old goats made a guest appearance on another team, I mean, I've got so much hate mail that <laughs> why did you embarrass us yeah. by calling the Fairdale game? <laughs> really had bad reviews out there. And I was like, okay, well, we'll just stay home for now on then. Point our mic uh, to another direction until right. we play this Friday. Well, man. I was listening to the Trinity Mail game like probably 95% of the listeners around town were. New St. X was down there at Central, but I, honestly, you know, I have to apologize. I showed you how much I don't know about anything. I thought the St. X Central game wasn't going to be competitive, so I didn't tune in. But I was getting the updates via the Internet, and in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, sooner or later, yeah, St. X, we'll, there's going to be a miracle. Where the magic. A, a, yeah, the, the, the punt will hit a Central player in the helmet. It'll bounce up in the air. Central will be in victory formation, and St. X will strip the ball like Fairdale did um, Doss last year to play off. Something was going to happen. We've seen it so yep. many years. St. X yep. will win. They'll throw a pass with no time left, yep. and the ball will drop vertically into a guy laying down the end zone. Yeah. Arms. <laughs> or Central will intercept the pass, and, and I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but at any rate, at any rate uh, this is the first time in their history that Central has beaten the Tigers. And, 35 uh, tries, I think, 36 yeah, 30, tries. I think this was their 36th game. And St. X did have the ball and was moving it late mm -hmm. in the game, and Central got an interception. I'm telling you, Courier-Journal really dropped the ball on them for Saturday's paper. They did make up a little bit on Sunday's paper, but Saturday's paper they got a little four-inch little article about. I mean, this is yeah. a big milestone in Central's um, history. history here of, of, of you know, yeah. first win ever. And you go back the last 20, 25 years of Central football. Uh, prior to that time, at least from my era of playing, Central was a doormat and oh, had yeah. no fan support. And uh, they were poorly equipped, if you will, and uh, did well just to field a team. Well, I think Saturday, for, well, Friday night they were burning couches and turning over cars <laughs> down there. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was a wild celebration that lasted on into the weekend, and the mayor let them go. I thought they were getting some 30-inch TVs, too. <laughs> Giving them away. Yeah. <laughs> <Celebration> continues. <laughs> Seriously, even though it's the first win over St. X, let's not forget Central has beaten Trinity a few times over mm -hmm. the years. And but the St. X hex on people is something that goes way back. Oh, yeah. Well, I, on my way here, I wrote down um, Papa Level, and there was a black sheet over the tiger out there at um, St. X. There's, they must be in mourning. Oh, yeah. And I did oh. thought I seen somebody giving wristbands out, you know, to wear on their oh, sleeves. Armband, yeah. yeah. Armbands, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it. Somebody threw a big jar of honey all over the tiger, too, though. 
<laughs> track them yellow jackets. <laughs> They're swarming over there, right? <laughs> they, yeah, they, they certainly. You know, I think uh, when when Coach Scroggins went to Central and also they built the stadium down there, that, that did a lot to kind of reverse their fortunes in football. Oh, you yeah, you got to have a coach. I don't. You can have a bad team. Mm-hmm. You get a name brand coach is what I call it. A name brand coach who's going to bring the kids in. A general. You, you know, somebody yeah. that oh, he's coaching at Seneca. He's coaching at Mayo. Yep. He's coaching over here. I want to go to that school because yeah. he's one of the best coaches. Yeah. You know, around. Mm-hmm. And it was you know they've won what five championships down there in three A. Five out of the last eight, yes. And they have been competitive even with Saint X. There's oh yeah. It was a matter of time before it happened. But yeah. Be honest with you, I didn't think it would be this year. I didn't happen. Well, here's a good example. A great thing for Louisville football. Yes, Val- it is. Valley High School has gotten Campos, who used to play with the Dallas Cowboys in U of L, and then they've gotten U of L's uh, son, I believe, is Nick Smith. Uh, uh, Smith. God, I'll just say Smith, the uh, son of the. John L. John L. Smith, right. And let's see. And they got a Stewart High School Stewart connection, too, with the Youth League. Let's see how good they're going to be in the next couple of years. It's possible. They're off to a great start. <clears throat> and let me go, I just want to go back to Western real quick. Let's not forget, just right down Rockford Lane is Farnsley Middle School. Yeah. And they have been a success at the middle school level for a few seasons now. That's a great hotbed of talent. Yeah, but Farnsley's now their new connection is Valley. Yeah. Because uh, the old principal at Farnsley – Went to Valley. Okay, so that's where they'll. They also had a PRP connection for the last few years too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. A lot of their kids went down, went to Pantherville. Well, congratulations again to Central. I think that moves them to three and one. Good job, Central. Wow, uh, wow, four and one, two and two two under. That's right. They did lose to Knox Central. Knox Central, perplexing, very perplexing. (laughs) Uh, Cal, and that's Christian Academy of Louisville, forty, Oldham County, six. that's the alma mater of our box cast connection, Matt. There, but the Colonels are really having a down year. Yeah, yeah. They, it's they are a typical high school in that they have some really good years and some really mediocre good. years and some really bad years. I think this may be their really. But bad there year. is a manual connection there. Odom County's athletic director is an uh, manual alum. Oh, I didn't really? know that. Kevin Combs. Oh, I didn't know that. Kevin yes. Combs himself. Yeah, he's the uh, athletic director out there. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'll be darned. That's a name uh, we haven't heard in many years. At least yeah, I have it. Goes back a ways. <laughs> of course, we were. <laughs> we'll all fear we'll have a discussion about some mishaps. He, he was a few done. years older than us. Yeah, and a bad driver. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, the other big rivalry game was. <laughs> wait a minute, I'm going to text from somebody's attorney right now. Uh, for, excuse me, DeSales 32, Holy Cross Zip. That one was played out there at Fairdale. Yeah. Uh, D-Sales is going to be my new overrated team. Overrated? Overrated. They shut out Holy Cross 33. My gosh, Holy Cross is 1A. Yeah. yeah. Well, D-Sales is only 2A. What do you expect out of them? Holy Cross is a team that's going to close down a few more years. I give it 10 more years. That would make D-Sales arguably even better because they'll probably get a lot of the students from Holy Cross. Yeah, and then maybe they'll have to jump up in uh, 3A, 4A, compete. if they can get them. No, now, T-Sales has got a good team. But, I mean, who have they played? Ballard, Ballard was the only team yeah. that, that of any recognition that they played. Yeah. So, 
And, and then they got a match up this week. We'll see what they're made of. I might eat my words like I'm eating my male words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 but from right now, I still think the Colts are – and they, their odds on favorite to be three-peat champions. Yeah, they're looking pretty strong in 2A. Well, Jason Frakes put on his Twitter that he would like to see male – I mean, um, D-Sales and Central play every year. Yeah, that would be an interesting uh, game. Yeah, I'd like to see DeSales added back to our schedule. I might regret that later. Yeah. But <laughs> what the heck? Be careful what you ask for. Yeah, I thought they they were going to move into the Trinity slot on this new schedule, but yeah. it didn't happen. Don't know why. If neither party was interested. or. I mean, Holy Cross only had 113 yards. DeSales had 335. Well, the, the Cougars are uh, it's a, a small school, and evidently mm-hmm. they're down the low cycle this year. Very. Uh, boy, I'm not surprised of the winner of this next one, but, but wow. Didn't, I didn't see this margin coming here. Fern Creek, 38, Butler, 6. Butler must be down this year, yeah, too. I, yeah. I, I don't think Butler is what we thought well, in preseason season, that they were going to be, and Fern Creek's the real deal. They're playing very well. Coach lot, Abel really has them going. A lot of the football players that were all supposed to go to Butler, they divided up to Mayo, Fairdale, oh. Um, a couple other schools that uh, PRP, they've all, you know, the ones that should have went to Butler, Butler they spread out. They went back to the conventional route and went to home schools and uh, purple schools. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the Tigers, man, 38 to 6. That That's a special Fern Creek team. They've Emmanuel, got some talent out there, that's gave, for sure. Maybe Emmanuel, they wanted a couple Absolutely. weeks ago. And, uh, you know, the block field goal and all the, you know, wow. Who, where are we on? We're still talking about the Fern Creek game. Oh, well, beating uh, – Beating yeah. up on Butler that bad, 38-6. to six. Uh, KCD rolled uh, Carroll County 40 to zip. I don't know much about that other than KCD. Is, uh, for a small school, I think they're 1A2 there. Yeah. They usually have some good teams out there. Gerald, uh, Jared Frank, he threw two touchdown passes and ran for another. I'm going to skip over the next Another tremendous athlete that, with the last name of Frank. <laughs> yeah, the long line around these areas. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it I was, wish I belonged to it. <laughs> it was PRP 42, John Harden 13. I understand that game was close until the fourth quarter when the Panthers put four touchdowns yeah. on late. It's uh, it's hard to stop a team when they score four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I think John Harden's a 5A team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they dropped to 4A this year. The Panthers off to uh, their usual good start. We'll find out soon if that's favorable scheduling or if they actually have a yeah. the contender this year. I think we'll find out this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Southern 40, Seneca 6. And we'd mentioned earlier that this has been a tough tough go for the Red Hawks. But Southern, it's been a long time since they put 40 on the board. Yeah. Yeah, that was an easy game for them, I guess. Uh, new coach out there, too. Yeah. Uh, I forget his name. He came from um, – he was the athletic director of Bullet Central. Oh. Hmm. Dang on it. If you know the answer to that, contact us at Radio at TWC.com. Uh, Valley 28, Moore 21. We mentioned a little bit just a few minutes ago, Kevin. The Vikings are off to a good start quietly at 3-1. and one. Yeah, I don't think they've played a, a tremendous schedule here, but uh, Moore is always a team that could be up and down, could come, come you know – they got good athletes. They just can't put Basically, it together. 
they do have good athletes, and I'm surprised they usually have some – physically, that's a big squad they put on the field. Um, Valley's got a big receiver, number five. I can't think of his name, but uh, he had 72 yards, I think, this last game, catching, receiving. Um, and they have the Campos kid is the quarterback who uh, – He was out all year last year. So, Vikings – And they got a good running back. I, I don't – They're on the uptick. Okay, the Wagner Wildcats, Coach Jordan – they get a big win at Shawnee, 49-zip. Running clock scenario. Shows you how bad um, they are. Yeah, Shawnee had had a couple wins last year, but it looks like they're going to be in for a struggle all season long this year. And Oldham County, for what it's worth, South beat North 14 nothing. Who cares? <laughs> I'm sure the people in Oldham County do. This don't even reach Oldham County. The internet ain't even. <laughs> hey, the, the, the internet reaches everywhere. What are you talking about? We may have a hotbed of listener out there. And, and here's another kid, a new kid on the block. Spencer County has quietly moved to four and zero after they took down Bullet East. But Bullet East must suck. Well, what happened to them? <laughs> I don't know. Did they run out of fireworks out there, I, or what? They the the dry up out there, or what? Did they all go to? Um, they all moved to, to Spencer uh, County. No, um, North uh, Bullet. <laughs> yeah, or or, or Bullet, Bullet Central. Central yeah, man, they good. they are just terrible this year. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, it's time for a new coach out there. Evidently, uh, was it Vincent's out there now? Is is it? Uh, they've done something. They probably went done something stupid, like got rid of the gold helmets again. The last time they went to the white helmets, it was a it was a disaster for two or three seasons. And finally, some listener had the good sense of saying, "Listen to Dave Wright, go back gold, <laughs> stay what golden, a, stay golden." Great facility out there, and they uh, the fan support and all uh, that. Yeah, jugglers, clowns, fortune tellers, gypsies. And, 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 can I say that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're uh, they, they're getting killed. Yeah, yeah. It's just the sad days at Mount Washington. I'm gonna have to talk to one of the guys at work. I know. Yeah, figure this out. kid plays for there to find out if it's a coaching situation uh-huh. or if it's just they don't have the players. Yeah, or maybe some off-field distractions. I mean, they've got a ton of kids out there. Yeah, it's kind of ironic that uh, Bullet East is a little down. In, uh, yeah, but Bullet East is one of them academic schools. <laughs> yeah, then, then, then again, the, the closest parochial to uh, – did I say that right? No. De sales. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got your uh, – you got your Siri? What do you got in the bag over there, Kevin? You got a box of something there. You got the Magic 8 ball. You got some doll named Annabelle. Uh, How about this one right here? Okay, go for it. That game. Oh, was there another game in town I missed? Yeah, let me get the I, magnifying I, glass out for you. Was there another game in town? Yeah. Oh, that game. I just got handed Purple is the new green. Now, yes. you've heard of the old days of uh, AM radio, uh, the old uh, pop rock days where there was stuff called payola. You were paid to play certain records. Yeah. That was actually, I got a pocket full of green for not mentioning this game. Thanks, Kevin. I'll have to give it back. Give oh, man. Well, that's what you get for not splitting yeah. it up. <laughs> if you just spread it around a little bit. You talk about the liberal media bias. I was just trying to kill, I was deep six in the whole game. Go ahead, Kevin. He's talking about, of course, male 42, Trinity 13. I'd like to apologize to the male fans for saying they were overrated, but my gosh, you let Trinity score 13? What's wrong with you all? Fairdale almost scored as much as Trinity did. Yeah, one, point, one touchdown difference. Man. So uh, so you actually inspired somebody, huh, Kevin? Yeah, I guess it is, yeah. <laughs> I did say that male I thought was overrated. And the male coming in, I think they were averaging. Now I just think Trinity's a terrible team. 
no, I don't. I don't buy that at all. It's no, is the stadium half full type of scenario? So it could be true that this freshman group that grew up in the male way is Three years a later, dominant that, team. Yeah, that we heard this tale since yeah. 2012 that this was the greatest class coming in the mail for quite some time, and they they wasted no time backing up that reputation. They rolled everybody. That, that freshman year, and then here we are, three years later. But there's still no trophies over there in the trophy case, and I'm talking about state championship yeah. trophies. Well, this this is a year they've been pointing to, and, and I yes. know last year they were they really they, they, thought they had something going, and they did, and it was a tough break in that Trinity game in the playoffs. But uh, right, now, right now to me, after the results of this past Friday night, Mail is the team to beat in 6A. And in all fairness to the Bulldogs, the, the last two years they – Probably, they they were the favorite in my book to to come away with yeah. the title. Yeah, they had the block punt, uh, the block field goal by Scott County that uh, ended up turning another rainy night. And then yep. the last year in the overtime loss to Trinity, this may be the year. They may be good enough this year. Of course, they played Trinity in the rain to overcome any field, any type of field conditions or weather. Okay, well, I think Mail is also a creative scheduling. I mean, because they've only Ballard. Okay, seven points Ballard. Great defense. Okay. Let's just say Ballard may be a good team. Trinity a good team. Then they're going to play Seneca, Butler, PRP. Then they got a tough one against St. X, and then another tough one against Manuel, and then they play Western. So they got maybe two losses coming if, if. I mean, because the rest of the teams, they've got no challenge. But but when you schedule those games, I mean, at the beginning of the season, everybody was talking about Ballard that they were really going to be on the uptick. People thought Butler was going to be really good. You can't you can't go by that now. And they've got to schedule in the district. They've got to schedule PRP and 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 Butler as well as Saint X and Manuel because they're district games. So it's it's hard to fault their scheduling. Although that might be a good thing is to have a couple cupcakes down at the end. Manuel's not in their district, are they? Manuel and yes. Manuel I thought they the moved district. over with Trinity. No, no, no. They Trin- only moved Trinity, Trinity moved by themselves. Oh, <clears throat> that was the only fair way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> if you notice I'm a member of the liberal media this week <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate Man, I just Mel won't have that much of a challenge the rest of the year except with St. X and uh, Manuel and um, I'm going to agree to you with this, certain, with a certain yeah. extent there's, there's nobody else oh. focus is the key that and, is yeah. a imagine yourself in a big horse race and you've got a 10 link lead about halfway through the race yeah do you keep looking over your shoulder, or do you just you just trot? And, and if you get challenged, yep. do you know how to reply to the challenge? We'll see. Yeah. They're four and zero now, and they've got eleven more to go. It's a, and here we are, yep. early oh, mid still early September in the now. season. But you know, one of the things that we said from the first week on, when we've had these little sessions, is is that we'll find out how good Mail is when they play Trinity. Well, now we know. If, yeah. if, if we're going to be true to what we said. They're pretty darn good. Well, yeah. we're looking at a possible undefeated team, undefeated team yeah. when Mayo and Manuel play because Manuel, the only one that they've got in their way is St. X. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go and say He had to go there, yeah. <laughs> On the week of the Ballard game, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I've had plans for that money too, but I'm going to have to give it all back here. Yeah. You can't buy you another helmet with it. I, no. was, I was thinking the same thing, though, Kevin. Well, oh yeah, that'd yeah. be a, that's a pretty good matchup. Males number one so far in my book. Hard to dispute yeah, yes, that they have unanimous. And I, I'm still going to put Trinity number two. 
Uh, yeah, I, I'm oh. telling you, Trinity, Trinity as they as last year, I think Trinity will be better come playoff time. They, uh, Coach Beatty does a nice job of preparing that team for the playoffs as well. So we're certainly looking at um, it could come down to the same two teams last year that with the male and Trinity winner going on to the state championship again. Mm-hmm. That whoever comes out of that region, yeah. the, the other two the games after that one yeah. are just cakewalks. Yeah. And Mel doesn't really need need uh, Wakefield that much. No, they've got more targets than they yeah. they know what to do with. And uh, good those, quarterback. Those yeah. who peruse Bluegrass preps, I, I I just I just did say that the winner of our region will have no trouble. And I am speaking specifically to Simon Kenton. <laughs> that they will have no trouble dispatching of Simon Kenton in a in a state championship scenario. Oh, okay. Neither one of them. So for anybody in northern Kentucky who happens to hear this, it's Old Goat Radio at TWC.com. <laughs> the Pioneers are off to a good, to a good season, and they're, they've got one fan who's uh, always overly optimistic, and I have to love his youthful enthusiasm. He hasn't been around long enough to achieve wisdom. Hmm. Well, How's he talk? <laughs> Did he talk like the guy I talked to him two weeks ago? <laughs> I'm not going to go there because our website got hacked after that. <laughs> and we do apologize to our fans that uh, got a little uh, they got a little racy this week, and it had nothing to do with the old goats, just some crafty hackers. Now we know why we could. Now it wasn't the holiday weekend last week that kept us off. It was that crowd of protesters out in front. Yeah, yeah, they actually sabotaged our broadcast. Well, week five minutes. Hard to believe it's going to be the midway point of the season. And we'll start out uh, with Butler, one and three on the year. Uh, short jaunt across. They just cross Dixie Highway. They take on the Dolls Dragons. I, I, I got to caution before we get into that. This is really week four because we started with week zero. You're right. And did, and did, do you realize that there was actually a petition uh, in the AD's meetings this week in Lexington to do away with week zero and just play a ten game schedule? No buys. No buys. It would be. It would be just. You know, and part of the reason was if you play in week zero, you really don't have enough good hard practice time to be ready for that game. So start everybody a week later and play ten straight for everybody, and it got voted down. Well, I like I like that idea because in the old days we got two scrimmages out of that. You yeah. got two scrimmages, then everybody played the ten week schedule. Yeah, I don't like the bye week as a broadcaster because it's really a lonely week for me. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. Well, the, and, and the thought process is if if I don't play in week zero, I can schedule those two two uh, scrimmages. And I'm I'm one of those guys when you see the Dr Pepper uh, <laughs> commercial. What's the guy's name? The oh, vendor. The old vendor. Yeah. He's, oh yeah. I don't laugh at him. I see myself as him. <laughs> <laughs> I see me walking up with my headset on up up the steps of Manual yeah. Stadium. <laughs> you never picture yourself walking up the stands at Seneca, though, do you? No, no. <laughs> 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 All right, Butler at Doss. Any thoughts on that one? I'm going to go with uh, Butler. I, yeah, I don't know much about Doss, but I just know they're. I don't think either team is either team is playing up to their capabilities that as we've seen in the past. So I'm going to go with Butler. The Vikings, yeah, they travel eastward. Actually, I guess they'll just jump on the old Snyder Freeway and get off there at the yeah. New Cut Road exit, take a Valley Station Road to Stone. Street you know, that way, get on the Gene uh, yeah. Snyder. Valley coming in three and one on the year. The only loss to PRP and uh, Fairdale, zero and three. But uh, boy, they played some toughies. 
mail the sales. Yeah, yeah. And the the one game they should have won was the um, uh, Bullet Central game. Of course, they were not at full strength. Well, that was the uh, D sales game. Okay. Yeah, there's a possibility they could be one and two. I'm going to pick Fairdale in this. I think I don't think the Bulldogs are as bad as their record shows, and I'm not sure Valley's as good as their record shows. Right. I'm going to go with Fairdale. I'm going to go with Fairdale. And, again, uh, here we are, week four, if you will, and still the uh, leader in the Dalton Sissel uh, Award sweepstakes is uh, the South End Superman himself, Max Cole. Uh, Matt Wright did want to, uh, to know if he made all the old goats mad because uh, he didn't get uh, his usual um, preseason um, – Talk. Well, the, one of the reasons we, we we might have him on later on in the year is that we didn't want the, uh, his appearance on the show to taint the uh, Dalton Sissel Award. <laughs> he's got a player. He's a nominee for that. And we didn't want it to be perceived if we were giving any special preferential treatment to any players. And the one thing is the Dalton Sissel Award has to go to a blonde-haired kid. Right. <laughs> and, and wearing a single-digit jersey, too. I guess that would let me out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, – I'll foul. We'll do our best, to actually, if, if, if Dalton Sissel still follows high school football. That'd be great to have him come on old GOAT radio. Yeah. yeah. And maybe uh, actually give out the award late in the year. Uh, yeah, but in all seriousness, we should have Coach Wright back on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I th- I, the intentions were, but I think schedules just got messed up as the season got near, so particularly mine. <laughs> So just blame it on me, Kevin. All right. That's it's, easy to do. I already done it. It's, it's kind of – I don't know. Ask Buzz. Just, yeah, just ask my wife. She'll tell you. Well, you can tell by the uh, the upcoming week here, the way this docket's set up, it looks like we've got a lot of South End listeners because the first three games are specifically South End contests. And yep. I guess the eager fans out there wanted to know what our takes were on the game. Holy Cross, one and three. They just uh, short trip over to Western to take on the Warriors, one and three. I'm going to go with Western. Yeah, I like Western in this one. The helmets alone themselves are worth yeah. a touchdown. Yeah. And then uh, Spencer County. This oh, this will be a great game. No. Uh, Spencer County four and zero travels to Shepherdsville. I guess they'll take Highway forty four on over to yeah, take on the Bullets, undefeated Bullet Central Cougars. But there's a lot of people turning on that Highway forty four. Oh, yeah. You got to oh, yeah. wait. I was out there last night for a wedding uh, at some winery out there in Mount Washington. Yeah, yeah, the producer's been there, and it's also been suggested that we do a remote show there from the winery, but then again, when we uh, inquired about that, they said no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they didn't, They couldn't handle the crowds of, all, of all your groupies, Dave. Everybody would be stepping on the grapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the rowdiness of the last live broadcast we did at Checks is, is, is not easily forgotten, and the, the bill, we're still making monthly payments on <laughs> repairs over there. <laughs> Well, I don't think it would have been nearly as rowdy if they wouldn't have run out of fish sandwiches. They yeah, just get, yeah. You know. They get some – yeah, especially on the – yeah. Football Sunday afternoon. Well, the Bears of Spencer County. Hey, I'm going to go with Bullet Central. I like Bullet Central. I like the Cougars too. Mainly if anybody has not had the chance to visit that campus, the first thing I recall about Bullet Central is walking through those main doors – and see the biggest cougar I've ever seen. A real one. Granted, dead in a case. But he looked ferocious. I was like, whoa, down, boy. Nice mascot. It's a nice place out it there. It is, yeah. That They didn't have some dentist go out and shoot that for him, did they? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I was there. Boy, are they hard on that guy. Uh, well, I was kind of using that as an excuse for what happened to St. X. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Dennis went over and took a pot shot at the Tiger. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Okay, Atherton at 2-2. Two and two. They go over to St. Matthews, take on the Wildcats, one and two. This could be a really good game. I mean, Atherton just put up 62. They're playing for a new traveling trophy this season, too. It's uh, Both schools are in affluent neighborhoods. It's called the Good Housekeeping Cup. <laughs> I, I have nothing, Dave. <laughs> I, I will say this. It's, it's a nice trophy. It's, there, there may be some people who actually do listen to the goats because we've been preaching for years that Wagner, Shawnee, and Atherton should schedule each other, and Wagner just played Shawnee. Yeah. Now they're playing Atherton. <laughs> Atherton has already played Shawnee, so they they did have kind of the triangle of games. Maybe they the got tired of the skateboard uh, comments. Of course, well, out there in St. Matthews is where they tape the uh, Real Housewives of Louisville series. Oh yeah, Southern That's, Bells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with Wagner because I think Atherton's that bad. Uh, I'm going to say this, Jerry Sprints, I think he may be a difference in any ball game at this level. Yeah. Who's Jerry Sprints? Sprints. He played at Manual last year as a freshman. Oh, that kid had transferred. Yeah, yeah. He's already uh, committed to UK as a 15-year-old. Well, they offered him when he, yeah. when he was like in the seventh grade or something Yeah, like yeah. That. Oh, is that that kid? Yeah. Yeah. The and one, he ended up at Manual and then transferred. The one got away. The one got away. KCD, that stands for Kentucky Country Day, and they go over to Barstown to take on the Bethlehem, and I did pronounce that correctly, according to the folks down there. Bethlehem Eagles are undefeated at 3-0. and I'm going to go with Bethlehem. Bethlehem. KCD. Ooh, shocker. Yeah, well. Iroquois, a little down from where they were last year, 1-2. and two, they take Not a little. A way lot, down. Way down. They go over take on Moore, two and two. I think Iroquois is that bad, and Moore's going to win. I'm with Kevin. I think Moore's got this one. I agree. Interesting scheduling here. J-Town, one and three, are going to travel over to Lexington to take on the Paul Lawrence Dunbar Bulldogs. I think it's what uh, they had their own show there for a while with cheerleading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big marching right. band and suburb, well, some new suburban schools. I am going to go with Dunbar because I think J-Town has only won the one game they're going to win this year. I hope they win more, but I don't think they will. Yeah, it's certainly a rebuilding year at J-Town and Coach Stonebreaker. I still love that name. Cool. Oh, yeah. Coach Stonebreaker is uh, is doing a good job instilling discipline, but uh, I think Dunbar will win the game. And, uh, how do you – hey, Coach Stonebreaker, that's a long word to say when you're trying to get his attention. Yeah, hey, but – Coach Stonebreaker, put yeah. me in. <laughs> <laughs> St. <laughs> X, boy, uh, I, I feel for the guys at Monday afternoon practices over there. Yeah. Ooh. Can you imagine, imagine the sprints that are going to be ran? No, I don't I don't think so. You don't think they do that? No, they got to clean all the honey off of the tiger first. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, practice has got to be over at a certain time, I believe. Yeah. Oh. oh, so the activity bus out of St. X can run home. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you yeah. know they probably have an activity bus. It is plural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, they do get out of town, take on the Highlands Bluebirds. And uh, this is usually a pretty high-profile contest. With the thing, Things are not well in Fort Thomas this year. No, I, I can't remember the last time Highlands had a losing record, even this early in the season. I'm going with St. X. I think St. X wins yeah. big. I think St. X will bounce back. The interesting thing will be how do they adapt to that kind of strange stadium that they have up there at Highlands. It, is a, it, it looks like you're, you could easily fall off a big hill. I don't know if you've ever been there, Kevin. No. Imagine the old male high school at Brook and Breck, and then imagine directly behind that school was somebody poured a bunch of asphalt, and they covered it with indoor-outdoor carpet, and they built one side of bleachers about the height of Manual Stadium, maybe a little taller. But on the back side, if you look directly down those bleachers, it's probably about a 300-foot cliff. Yeah, it's just a long cliff wow. down. and just then a the straight other straight cliff down. Do the people other- sit up there and watch a game? Yeah, that's that's. In fact, there are sections for the both, wayside. Both, both, <laughs> both sides. Huh. Both sides sit over there. They've got the press box over there, and then on the the other side, there's just a short set of bleachers that is right next to the school because it sits right behind the school, and there's nowhere to build those bleachers. They couldn't put the field anywhere else because of the cliff and the school building. So there's very few people, the cheerleaders, and probably a few parents or whatever sit on the, on the side next to the school, and then both teams have sections on the opposite side. Hmm. And then you have to uh, cross a suspended bridge to get to the press box where we had to hold our equipment and hold that rope and then you know, make sure it yeah. didn't fall through and all that. So we didn't go up. Yeah. <laughs> we just opted this. Oh, it was, it was too dangerous. Wow. Rotting floors. You were seeing pieces of debris fall. It was really – it looked like something out of Indiana Did you Jones. fall into quicksand? Well, we didn't go all the way up, so <laughs> we decided we just set the bleachers and called the game up there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we only went a half in that game. It got really bad. No, there. no, we lost the signal. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we, lost, we lost the signal. Highlands cut the signal. That's what it was. Airplanes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. If you remember that part of airplanes. Uh, Mail four and zero. Go over to Goldsmith Lane to take on Seneca 0-4. Not a question of who, but how many minutes into the contest before the clock started running. Well, I do know that Trinity scored, I think, was it 38 a couple weeks ago when they scored 70? They scored 38 in the first quarter. Manuel had 37 against Seneca in the first quarter. Maybe that's who it was. Somebody had 37 or 38 in the first quarter, which I didn't think was possible to score. Manuel yeah. had 37. It was. Uh, it started with the safety and five touchdowns in 12 minutes. So, I'm going to challenge Mayo and they to get 70, uh, 74 points. If you're looking at lit ratings. If not, you're to, overrated. They're going to have to do something <laughs> like that to keep up with their lit yeah. ratings. Mayo wins this one easy. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's just hope that they, they play a lot of young kids very yeah, early. Just hope nobody gets hurt in this game for either side because yeah. it's a, it's one of those games where you can start to take it lackadaisically if you're a, right. if you're a bulldog and, and Seneca is just going to be outmatched physically. Lackadaisy? Let's see an injury. <laughs> yeah. Back in the 2002 season, Manuel led Atherton, and it was one of those 67-6 to six games. Mm-hmm. And on what's uh, – Atherton scored late, and you're thinking, that's cute. And then they did something crazy like line up for an onside's kick. Emmanuel had their first team hands team in there. Yeah. Resulted in a terrible injury that I thought cost them in the playoffs losing their starting tight end. Yeah. Well, Mayo onside kicked on Fairdale. <laughs> yeah, in the first quarter. Why? It was I think it was 14 to nothing. 
And they onside kicked it. Well, because males still got to go through. You, you know, you got to go through all your practice That's, stuff. Absolutely, you got to do you, it. All. You can't just let up. I, I, I fault male. No, only thing I fault is they didn't have enough food in the press box. We, yeah. You didn't get the Ruth's Chris steak like we always do when we go over there. <laughs> no, been treated well there. Yeah. No, that was all down on the first level. <laughs> Second level, we were sweat. I liked it. I liked it at first level because last time I called the game there, and it was kind of cold and rainy. They kept that uh, fresh pot of nacho cheese right beside yeah. me there. I mean, I was running out of chips. <laughs> did you double dip? I did. <laughs> well, and my problem was every time I'd reach for it, David say that's nacho cheese. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christian Academy. They take on the North Oldham Mustangs. Both teams are uh, deuce and a deuce. Gonna go with your, Cal. I like Cal in this one. I believe you're all all right. And uh, after two weeks of being idle, the old Goats get back in action at home. Finally, it seems like ever since we've uh, been back home for a game, Manuel hosts the Ballard Bruins. Crimson's three and zero. Ballard two and two. Gonna go with Manuel. Yeah, I, I like Manuel in this game, but I think it's going to be a lot tougher than people who are looking at at the scores that Ballard's put up this year are going to see just because of history. Manuel needs to come out ready to play. And Thir- Ballard is well coached. Yeah. 34 to 14, Manuel. Uh, that, I, think I would that take that. Home. The, I, yeah. PRP goes to St. Matthews undefeated on the year. They don't leave St. Matthews undefeated, though. Oh, I, I – <laughs> <laughs> they, they hope to be able to finish the season after leaving St. Matthews. It's uh yeah. <laughs> Last time PRP was undefeated and took on Trinity, it was at, down in Bowling Green for a state championship, championship and yeah. uh, boy, somebody ate the humble pie on the way back. Yeah, I tell you what, I am going to go with PRP not winning at Trinity. No, good, thanks, Kevin. We had the EMTs standing by because we thought you were delusional there for a minute. <laughs> I'm with Kevin. Trinity wins this one, and I believe it'll be easy. Uh, and, oh, yeah. uh, just a reminder, uh, th- th- where we're at right now is kind of a halfway point between uh, was that Marshall Stadium and PRP. Mm-hmm. We will have a recycle dumpster set up outside the stadium Friday night on their way home. Any of the Panther faithful want to drop off any of their black flags or any of their paraphernalia for it's recycling? The please, black hole. The black hole. Leave it here. We won't. We'd like to have some of that collected. Put yeah, the re- black hole is a big thing there. In, yeah, uh, we want to put it in our museum. PRP. We want that in our museum. I believe it's ran by um, uh, a couple of the people, Shouse and uh, some of. Yeah, um, we'll be out there in a, in a few short weeks, and I'd like to feel at home. Maybe if we had some black hole garb when we walk in. We might might not be recognized. Might find a safe yeah, passage. They, they definitely probably Ballard does have a big um, PRP. Yeah, that's yeah. who I meant. I'm yeah, looking I'm, at Ballard. They do have a big following. Huh. <laughs> I mean, I think I've got some kind of Darth Vader mask. I, you know, they're kind of like the Oakland Raider type of. You know, they get into the dress up costume. I might be able to find me a pair of. Old shoulder pads to spray paint on black. There's some spikes on it or something like that. They already got that out there. Yeah, I know. I, I want to be one but of them. PRP's a- coach looks like a minion. Oh. <laughs> 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 he needs obviously, to keep a hat obviously Fairdale doesn't have them on the schedule this year. <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> we'll be we'll be out there in October. <laughs> So if any of their fans like to donate any blood, no, I'm not. I'm sure we'll get some unspeakable things sent here. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> that we don't want from. I got to go with Trinity. Yeah, uh, maybe I think, they'll send us some goggles. 
Yeah, we may need them too. <laughs> All the eggs and tomatoes being thrown at us as we as we visit out there in week eight. I think it's week eight of the season. And then to me, this is the this is one of the more intriguing matchups besides the Trinity Mail game last year. One of the most intriguing matchups in here in town probably all season. DeSales undefeated, two-time defending, 2A champs, and they travel out to Fern Creek to take on the Tigers, and this is going to be a great football game. I think this is clearly the game of, of the week in Jefferson County, and, and uh, it, it's going to be a really good game. And we'll find out how – I believe DeSales is, is really, really good, and I think Fern Creek is really good. And so we're going to find out a lot about both teams in this game. So who are you picking? Fern Creek. Me too. I'm with I'm with the Creek. I, this is a different Fern Creek team than what we've seen in seasons past where they were in an obvious rebuilding mode. They were almost there. This team looks like they've got just about all phases of the game. And they're, they're hard-nosed and tough. That's a tough football team. Well, and they've got a lot of numbers and a lot of and depth. They won't and they've got, they've got some athletes. And I know DeSales – has as well, but I think ultimately Fern Creek's numbers will will tell the tale. And it's Don't they have game. a lot of manual staff, old yeah. staff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot of them are out Coach there. Coach Abel played here and coached here. and, and Don Gilrich, uh, of course. And don't forget the Pete, great statistician. Pete White yeah. still out there cooking Eric the books. Baxter's out there Eric with Baxter, him. one of the old goats, is now part of the staff, so they, they're out there. What's he coaching, I wonder? Uh, broadcasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They, they don't have a radio station anymore, do they? Uh, freshman level, so. uh, they're starting by <laughs> working their way up to varsity. Now I think he's actually coaching the freshman team. <laughs> oh, freshman coach? Hey, they're the most important ones. You got to go out and do some recruiting. That's yeah, that's the key right there is uh, is bring, making friends with the kids. Well, and, you, they, not recruiting, but you just show them what your school is capable right, of. Right, right. I, I knew you didn't mean just absolutely going out and recruiting. Well, nobody for, does that. It's against the rules. And you could show them, hey, you're a freshman. Don't think you can't start varsity. Yeah. That is – isn't that the truth these yeah. days? Even at the college level. Yeah. The old of, days of red shirt and something. The great kids don't want to do that. They no. want to come in and play immediately. If you've, yep. got, if you've got talent. And you've got the body that can take it, then you can start, whether it's a ninth grader in at varsity football or, like you guys said, in college or even a rookie in the NFL. It is, everything's instant gratification in America anymore. That's sure. Down from coaching is. to the fans, everybody wants instant success. Yeah. But this, this will be a great football game, and I, I guess we could somehow maybe get a copy of the video in the next week or two from uh, some of the Fern Creek staff. But uh, it's going to be a great game. I, I look for Fern Creek to win a lot of football games here on out. I really believe they're a contender for the 5A championship this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, At least a, I know their district. It, it, it'll be a first, I think, in their school history to win a state championship at any uh, level. No, they, no. I believe the wrestling team. No, I'm talking about football. Oh, okay. Uh, the, well, Fern Creek's had great wrestling. They're always years, great you know, wrestling. Always, it goes back way back to the powerhouse in wrestling. When uh, – Coach Gibson was at Fern Creek. They had some powerhouse teams, but they fell short. I think there were a couple of times they lost in the championship game, or at least once. Semifinals. But, yeah, okay. But uh, I, I knew that they had the team, and and uh, and then some things went bad out there. So, but he certainly yeah, it was called busing. Well, well, back in the mid '90s, I think that was a time when Boone County was exceptionally strong. I think mm -hmm. the trips that uh, Fern Creek got to the state semifinals were road games. Yeah. And we know what can happen on the road. 
especially yeah. in money games. Any team from Louisville, yeah, that, that goes on the road, even though I know they're neutral refs, they still can look on the map and say, huh, that's a school from Louisville. Well, Trinity got called <laughs> for a bunch in the first quarter. Uh, Jason Frakes was really uh, harping on that. Yeah, how many penalties they had, but it looks like it evened out in I, the game. I was going to say that because Mail started getting uh, flagged for a few chip chippy uh, plays too. But you expect that You're two heavyweights and yeah. and in football intimidation is part of the game. It, it, it is. Oh yeah. And, 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 I mean, even if you get flagged, you're telling yeah. your opponent, "I don't care." You, you know, I'm going to do damage to you. I don't care what the referee says. You're going to get hit and hit hard. But that's where you intimidate them physically before the whistle blows. Not with your mouth, and mm-hmm. in, in today's world, running your mouth is a big part of the game. But to me, you you beat them up, and I, you know, then you help them back up so right. you can knock them down again. Who was that linebacker that Mail had years ago? Um, he went to U of L. Was a four year four year starter. Big. He was muscle bound. Oh, um, played back uh, in the early two thousands. Uh, yeah, I know. He blew his knee out yeah. at Mail. Matt. Um, I, I, I can't can't remember. He was he was like a Superman. Well, yeah. I, yeah. You know, he was walking around with just an Under Armour shirt on real tight. And I was like, uh-huh. my gosh, who's that man? Yeah. Uh, he was a player. Yeah. 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 Well, and, but that's what you do. I, I mean, you know, a lot of guys try to do it with their mouth. but And if you can back it up, fine, back it up. But, but just to me, knock somebody down, run over them every chance you get, and then – you don't have to say anything. How many guys do you think we intimidated when we set up on this hill there when the other team come walking through? A couple of our freshmen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, still rem- I, I still remember guys from Flash A saying, gosh, I hope I didn't hurt you, did I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I will allude to you. I, I don't know who we intimidated that night. When, when Eastern walked through there, it wasn't pleasant. I don't remember that. Well, Melvin Knight episode. Oh. Uh, well, anyway, long time ago. should be forgotten. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for, uh, as Buzz corrected me, this is actually week four of the 2015 season, and it, it's been most enjoyable. And I, it's I the fifth to, week, though. I'll, I'll, right? I'll grant you that. It is the fifth week. And I look forward to this Friday because there's just going to be some really great matchups, and we'll talk about them next Sunday right here on High School Sunday. So for Buzz Frank, Kevin Cole, it's David Wright. Thanks for listening.